0: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse.
1: Hey everyone I'm Justin Kim and this is Inverse and in the studio we have Israel and Siku and Jonathan and we also have each one of you. We want to say thank you for watching on video or if you're listening on podcast. Uh, Let us know how you enjoy the quarter so far. Do you like Adventist heritage? Do you like history? Do you like delving in the past and delving in scripture and seeing how to intersect for today? Or are you like man I'm waiting for another topic Uh, that may be. And if you have any suggestions for topics let us know. No, we probably have covered it if you don't know <laughs> what topics we've covered thus far you can go to inversebible.org and you can look at our bible study guides and you can also go to hope tv/ slash uh, HopeTV.org/inverse to look at our past episodes. We've been going on for about six, seven years now, and our set has changed. We've gotten older, we've gotten grayer, and some of us have lost some parts of our, our facial accoutrement. But we are still just as excited of the Bible, and we want to just say thank you for the encouragement you've given us through the years. We're going to go to the Bible now, and Jonathan, yes. how's it going? Good, how are you? I um, just want to say hey. Hey, <laughs> and Siku, what's going on? Hey. Can you pray for us? Yeah. <laughs> as many times as you want.
2: <laughs> Let us pray. pray.
0: Loving Father, we're thankful for your word. We're thankful that we can delve into it now. We thank you for the privilege of studying scripture and especially for the gift of the Holy Spirit whom mm. you have promised. To be our teacher and we invite mm-hmm. his presence now and we humble ourselves to be um obedient to the things that we will learn in scripture in jesus name we pray amen
1: amen mm-hmm. amen uh israel um we're going to go to the bible yeah yeah uh, let's go to revelation chapter 12 verse 14 to 17 and can you read that for us
3: but the woman was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness to her place, where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the presence of the serpent. So the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. But the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. And the dragon was enraged with the woman and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Mm.
1: Mm. Alright, so if you've studied with us before, uh, you're probably very familiar with uh, Revelation 14. We've covered it in the Three Angels message section. We've covered it in Revelation section. We've covered it in a variety of places. And, but if you're not, and you're, this is your first episode, you're watching with us, you're thinking, like, man, why is Israel talking about spilling water and dragons and whatnot? I want to change the, the channel here or go into another podcast. Uh, Jonathan, mm. what what's going on in mm-hmm. this chapter, and why are we talking about it? What does this have to do with evidence history?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, Revelation um, is an awesome book, and it it, it kind of, uh, the, the core of Revelation is chapters 12 through 14. Mm-hmm. Everything's important, but the, that that's like where it comes down to kind of like the pinnacle. Okay. And it talks about uh, the history of God's people in chapter 12. Especially in the time after Jesus went to heaven. So, what we see here in chapter 12 play out is um, there's the dragon, which is Satan, who is enraged with God's people. He persecutes, you know, persecutes. he tries to persecute Christ mm-hmm. uh, and um, Satan is cast out of heaven all these things are being portrayed in Revelation 12 mm-hmm. and here now in the section that Israel wrote for us uh, not wrote but read uh, for us <laughs> uh, we in in prophetic languages describe the woman mm-hmm. which is God's church there mm-hmm. is other women in book of Revelation but mm-hmm. here it's talking about God's church it's a pure woman see a, a good one pure, pure
1: woman and yes. then there's a unpure woman later on yes. and that's a bad church yes, a that's, church, that's a bad the church. apostate church okay. apostate.
2: Uh, who walked away from the Truth. another word for bad mm-hmm. this is the the woman <laughs> yes uh this is the woman who, who is um uh, faithful to god yeah. okay the church okay and it's being persecuted now we only have to look into history to see that you know throughout the last 2000 years there was a large segment of that time that god's faithful people mm. were persecuted at mm. first christians the you know first century there were they were just Christians right there were no <laughs> denominations and this kind of thing. they were just Christians, <laughs> and they were being persecuted by the Romans and <laughs> uh, some of the Jews and so on uh, but then later on, the Christ- Christianity was accepted um, uh, as more as a you know generally accepted and uh, and then the focus became about particular groups within Christianity that maybe differed from the generally accepted uh, version mm-hmm. and those were people who Stick, who, you know, who were faithful to the word of God, mm-hmm. and this is being described here now. How far do you want me to go? The whole, all the way. Well, let's go.
1: Let's. Go. The apex is really in verse seventeen. Yes. Yes. Th- so the, the dragon, dragon, mm-hmm. dragon was enraged with the woman. so Satan was angry with the yes. church, and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring. Mm-hmm. And this offspring is is who who is this special group? yeah and it's 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 given characteristics there of the they keep the commandments of god and the right. testimony of jesus so we
2: see here again there's this particular focus on it says the the, the offspring the rest of her offspring so this mm-hmm. is not general christianity there's a satan has a special uh, <clears throat> i don't want to say special place in his heart but a special uh, attention mm-hmm. on those who are identified by these two things they mm-hmm. keep the commandments of god that means they are faithful to the word of god and they have the testimony of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Throughout all of Scripture, I think it's important for us to recognize that throughout of, throughout all of Scripture, God has had His people. Exactly. Like the church started as a family, mm-hmm. you know, and and the promise was given to Abraham and to mm-hmm. his offspring. Right now, ma- Abraham had many children, right? Uh, but it was through that one uh, seed that his that that w- it was that one seed that was entrusted with carrying on. The promise of God. Right. Mm -hmm. And and even though through Abraham's seed, the whole world was blessed. It's kind of you can kind of trace. You can kind of trace through church history or through God's salvation history. You can kind of trace how he continued to carry on to give the responsibility to certain Mm -hmm. people. And so you have the patriarchs Mm -hmm. that were the ones that received it. Then you have the prophets who carry that on and so forth and so, uh, so forth and so on. And then finally, you reach the new testament church, and then as as um, as Jonathan was just describing to us, you have this element or this concept of the offspring or the remnant. the mm-hmm. people who uh, are 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 a representation or that God has always ensured that there's a group of people who continue to be hmm. uh, faithful in preserving the truth that God has. Uh, for his people
1: and this group gets to be very big at times and it can be very small at times it kind of waxes and wanes mm-hmm. um, we're, we're told here I think we read it at one point they're in the wilderness and yes. they're being persecuted so almost almost seemingly eliminated but mm-hmm. not so they've always kind of existed through time mm-hmm. so there are those two elements of keeping the commandments of God and having the testimony of Jesus what what are can you elaborate a little bit more on those identification marks Sigur?
0: Yeah, I mean, keeping the commandments of God, that's all of God's law. Mm -hmm. Um, You have in the book of James where it talks about if you keep all of the law but offend in one, Mm. you've broken all the law. Mm. So keeping the commandments of God is an emphasis on keeping all of God's law. um, And, you know, in a, a, a Christian group or, you know, God's people who have a commitment to keeping all of God's law, not just pieces of it. And then it talks about who have the testimony of Jesus Christ. And later on in Revelation, in Revelation 19, Hmm. um, and verse 10, yes. Um, In Revelation 19, um, it, it, should I read the whole verse? Can I yeah, read the verse? So you yeah, read? yeah, okay.
1: 1910 is it's pretty crucial. Yeah,
0: uh, and it says, and I fell at his feet to worship him, but he said to me, uh, this is John the Revelator falls at the feet of this angel who is presenting a message to him, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, it, so John says, I fell at his feet to worship him, but he said to me, see that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, mm. for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's kind of like a definition text, Mm -hmm. right? Because we have this testimony of Jesus in Revelation 12. You're like, oh, what is that? And you have this text that defines and says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, Mm -hmm. that Jesus gives messages to his people, Mm -hmm. um, prophecies to his people that concern Mm -hmm. what will happen in the last days. Mm -hmm. And there is a special group of people that the devil has a a particular vitriol towards. Mm -hmm. And those are the people who have a commitment to keeping God's law, all of God's Mm -hmm. law, and have been entrusted with a special message for the last days from Jesus Christ himself
1: hmm yeah no I, I i love the these two demarcating marks you have the spirit of prophecy and you have the ten commandments and you 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 do use this as a litmus test, test to all the people groups out there religions and there's only one that really fits there's some groups that keep all ten commandments but they don't have the gift of prophecy there's other denominations that seemingly say they have the gift of prophecy but they don't keep all ten commandments especially the fourth uh, commandment of the seventh day sabbath uh uh, but in Adventism, this is where we get our identity from. These two are, are very crucial. This is not something that we are like, because of this, we are the chosen people, and we are the saved, but no, this, this demarcates a certain responsibility that we have, mm-hmm. especially in, in when it comes to the last days on upholding these truths. Can we talk a little bit more about the spirit of prophecy? What is the spirit of prophecy? What is this the, and like, ooh, you can kind of get a spirit, yeah. or what, what is that? If I did
0: yeah? like the first thing I think that that's important when we talk about spirit prophecy and mm-hmm. this is important especially for me growing up in the church in the Seventh-day Adventist church around all the prophecies like all the time um, which for as, as a child, it was scary to me. Mm. You know, we'd talk about, they would talk about these beasts and uh, the dragon and, blah, 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 and, it was, and the pictures were pretty scary that they would show. Um, the first thing that is important, I think, with the spirit of prophecy is that it's the testimony of Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, and it, it's a definitional term, but it's really foundational, that mm. the prophecy is given to us by Jesus, and it is a testimony of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So if the way that we're approaching prophecy, the way that we're studying it, the way that we're interpreting it, somehow loses Jesus in the mix, then mm. we're like not doing the, it's, the exercise is flawed somehow. Mm-hmm. Because in at essence, in, in at its core, mm-hmm. it is a testimony of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I love that. That's really I mean, I love
1: that. It's very Christ-centered. It's really just Jesus speaking to the people. Uh, to his his people in mm-hmm. real time, mm-hmm. yeah, and and through the medium of prophecy, but it's yeah. just the, the Jesus' testimony, just speaking out.
2: It's a, the, and and the Spirit is a Holy Spirit yes. that comes upon a person. And, and, and there's an interesting parallel verse if you can read it in Revelation Peace. 22. Revelation 22. So this is parallel to uh, Revelation 19. It's almost the exact same uh, mm-hmm. verse. Revelation 22, verse nine. Verse nine. And here the angel speaks again to John and says almost the exact same thing as he said in Revelation 19: 10. He says. Then he said to me, See that you do not do that, for I am your fellow servant, and of your brethren, the prophets, and those who keep the words of this book, worship God. Mm-hmm. So here we see a parallel verse, and this is, you know, we have to, Scripture has to interpret Scripture. So um, spirit of prophecy is what mentioned in Revelation 19.10. Here prophets are mentioned in Revelation 20, 22, t- verse 9, mm-hmm. which shows us God, the spirit of prophecy, and you already uh, alluded to it, is is the gift of prophecy, the Mm -hmm. gift of receiving messages from God and conveying them in your words by a person, which is what we call, what the Bible would call, a prophet. This is not some especially holy person that was, you know, uh, came from heaven or something. This is a human being Mm -hmm. who God chooses as a messenger Mm -hmm. to deliver um, specific messages to God's people. Mm -hmm. And um, this has happened throughout. I mean, if you read the Bible... This happens all the time especially mm-hmm. in the old testament but also in the new testament mm-hmm. so the gift of prophecy um, some might think like oh that's so weird you know prophet you know well, you have a prophet like th- what is this this is odd <laughs> um you look at the bible it's not odd it's yeah. totally normal yes right, right. god's people i think
1: what's the, odd is yeah. that for a long period there hasn't have, been a mm-hmm. prophet And uh, seemingly seemingly in the 1800s, all of a sudden you have all these prophets pop up around Mm -hmm. the same time. Mm -hmm. That may be where people's suspicions may be. Uh, or the abuse of maybe some some denominations that have like, hey, a false prophet emerges and they, right. they predict some stuff. Yeah. I mean,
0: and beyond that, like also, <laughs> a, a friend of mine is a, is an attorney. She she works for a prosecutor's office, for, for prosecutor's, <laughs> office. <laughs> <A> prosecutor's <laughs> office and she was prosecutor's office prosecutor's office. And she's talking about like a lot of the cases that she would be prophesying, especially the people who have religious backgrounds. They say like, God told me, mm-hmm. God told me to do mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. He mm-hmm. told me to. Whatever it was that was illegal. And so I think there I mean there's a lot of skepticism about God told me. Yes.
1: I think my immediate reaction is like crazy. Exactly. You put on a crazy mode and then you gotta like Good. that's the default setting and it, it needs effort to click it over to I believe this uh, rather than I believe this I'm like and then it clicks back to yeah. I don't mm-hmm. believe this I
2: mean that's what we're all about here we, we're not telling anybody like you have to you, you have to find this in, from, the, from the scriptures mm-hmm. the Bible is what to teach us and just because someone is self-proclaimed I'm this I'm that um, you know, caution there because you want to make sure does it align with Scripture. And this is, you had false prophets in in the Bible too, mm-hmm. and they would go sure. against right. revealed Scripture. So this is one way to you know determine is this really from God? Because like if if, if God sa- shows you oh you got to rob this bank or whatever this person did you know, uh, <laughs> that might not align with the Ten Commandments right does there not. you know. Uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. And if anything,
1: that skepticism is healthy in a sense. Mm-hmm. The Bible says hey test the prophets. Yes. You know. Yeah. How do we, we when we will get into the history component of this but what are some of the tests of the prophets we talked a little, we alluded to a couple of them immediately mm-hmm. but what are some of them well yeah go ahead
3: well first of all is that what they say has to come true that's right right mm-hmm. uh, i mean the a person you can tell a person's gift a person has to give the prophecy of what they have prophesied is mm-hmm. true so mm-hmm. when you look at the books of daniel and revelation you see that what they prophesy the prophecies that they delivered in fact came to pass mm-hmm. um, and so that is one of the that's probably the most obvious test of just to, a, to give you, you a prophet. bible
1: verse for that is uh, deuteronomy 13 verse 1 if there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and he gives you a sign or wonder and the sign or wonder comes to pass Of which he spoke to you saying let us go after other gods which you have not known Let us serve them You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or dreamer of the dreams The Lord your God is testing mm. to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice and You shall serve him and hold fast to him but that prophet or the dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he's spoken in order, spoken in order to turn you away from the Lord your God. Mm-hmm. And it keeps on going there. So yeah, he's a fulfiller right. of or he or she is a fulfiller of uh,
2: The prophecy is is being fulfilled. Yes, yes, yes. And if it's not, it's... -hmm. I think a corollary to that verse is also... Sorry?
3: They're not the fulfiller of the prophecy. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right.
1: I think a corollary to that verse is also that it does not contradict previous light Mm -hmm. that was given to by a previous prophet, prophetess. Mm -hmm. So it it all works together. Yeah, Yeah,
2: and their lives are... Their lives have to also... It's not just what they say. It's Mm -hmm. also what they do, who they are, Mm -hmm. do their lives... Um, represent a harmonious life with God's will. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, that is, I mean, you look at the Bible and the prophets in the Bible, Mm -hmm. that was uh, one of the tests. Mm -hmm. Uh, You had to, and it's interesting because we might be very skeptical towards a modern day prophet, but every prophet at one point, every biblical prophet was a modern day prophet Mm. and basically had to (laughs) prove himself, so to say, that they are in mm-hmm. fact a prophet by God mm-hmm. Jeremiah Isaiah they, th- these guys were all living at one point and they were not part of scripture yet okay mm-hmm. but they were as we know now just as inspired as the rest of scripture is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: the previous prophets before them
2: mm-hmm.
3: i think and this is i think why it's important that one that in at the end in the end times God puts it explicitly in scripture he yeah. says there will be a remnant church or there will be an offspring church or there will be an offspring to the woman in Revelation chapter 12. And this person, understanding that there is going to be skepticism, and rightly so, because even Jesus himself said, in the last days there will be false prophets, Mm -hmm. right? So he says, even though there's going to be false prophets, you need to understand that the last day church will have the prophetic... A gift uh, or the gift of, of prophetic guidance, mm. and 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 this is I think this is important to us because it shows that God will be with His church until the end, mm. right? That there is guidance for His church all the way to the end, and and so although there should be skepticism in terms of or healthy biblical skepticism in terms of anyone who says they're a prophet, there needs to be, and He gives us that. For sure, They're, the the remnant church of Bible prophecy has mm-hmm. the testimony of Jesus Christ, and they have the law of God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Another another test, yeah. um, which I guess for the to give a Bible reference for it, Isaiah eight verse twenty, which I think you were alluding to when you were talking uh, initially, that to the law and to the testimony, if they don't speak according to this, there's no tr- there's no light mm-hmm. in them. That ultimately, it it has to be rooted in Scripture. You know, if there is no biblical mm-hmm, foundation, mm-hmm. you know, we reject it. Mm-hmm. And to that point, the fact that God speaks of this remnant or this, this the rest of the offspring you know of God's faithful people, that they do have the gift of prophecy, they have the spirit of prophecy, mm-hmm. that is actually a biblical test for the remnant, mm-hmm. right so so it, it kind of goes together that yes, we should be careful about anyone who claims to be speaking on behalf of God to make mm-hmm. sure that they actually are mm-hmm. in accordance with what God has already said. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, if we want to be part of God's faithful people, God has given us an identifying mark of his mm-hmm. faithful people mm-hmm. that they keep God's law and they, they have the gift of prophecy. So they, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. If I can
2: just speak to one more thing mm-hmm. um, before we kind of look at, you know, mm-hmm. how has this manifested itself? If you go to Lamentations, chapter 2. Whoa. Yes. Lamentations? Lamentations, chapter 2. Yeah, it's a great book.
1: Have we ever been there?
0: Probably I not. I think i first <laughs>
2: this is in, uh, Where is
1: Lamentations? Right after yeah, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. <laughs> he wrote here it. Uh
2: we go. Uh, Lamentations chapter 2, and Jude? here verse 9. This nine. is a powerful scripture. Um, Lamentations 2, <laughs> verse 9. I'll, I'll read it. It says, Her gates have sunk into the ground. He has destroyed and broken her bars. This is talking about the destruction of Jerusalem. Her king and her princes are among the nations. And then here, this is the key. The law is no more... And her prophets find no vision from the Lord. Mm. Here we see in Scripture the correlation between the law of God mm-hmm. and the revelation of God through a prophet. Um, we, we read in Revelation 12 the history of, you know, you mentioned there hasn't been a prophet for so long. That's why it's so weird. Suddenly all these prophets, what what's going on? The correlation is that a true prophet can only arise when god 's people are also faithful to his word mm-hmm. and this is what happened in the in, in the nineteenth century when this remnant group of believers as we looked in the last couple of weeks that came out of a deep you know searching of scriptures, uh, understanding that we are in the last days, all these things uh, they they also understood that the Ten Commandments that the law of God the Word of God is Priority number one, we are, are to submit to the Word of God, not to our own ideas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when that takes place, then also there will be vision. And that had not been taking place for 12, you know, 12 1,300 years on, on a general basis. There was not a faithfulness to Scripture uh, going on within Christianity. Mm-hmm. And so now God is, is honoring that um by also revealing himself through the spirit of prophecy
0: mm-hmm. and the and the devil bringing counterfeits cuz he sees God is
2: exactly revealing
0: himself and yeah. so yeah. he's going to bring sure so
1: let's talk about yeah. how is this spirit of prophecy manifested today mm-hmm. Siku where, where, tell us tell us what happened in oh, the heritage history. in our history okay yes. unlike <laughs> today yes. <laughs>
0: okay um today uh, back in in the 1800s, like in 1844, as part of the Millerite movement mm-hmm. that we have already discussed, um, the the first person that is recognized as part of that Millerite movement was a man named William Foy, who mm-hmm. was actually an African American male mm-hmm. um, who received vision from God. He received up to like four visions that mm-hmm. he ended up speaking about um, prior to and just after 1844, about 1842 to 45, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I mean, he struggled with receiving these visions because he was like. He was a born free black man, however, it was still, you know, there was still segregation, you know, there was still a certain way of looking at people. Um, but God entrusted these visions to him, you mm-hmm. know, and he was kind of like, but me, like why me? just
1: so crazy that yeah. with that social uh, milieu of that day for... Mm-hmm. Uh, someone of that background in North America at that mm-hmm. time to be chosen for mm-hmm. that. I love it. For this responsibility for the world I mean wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah. I mean but I mean ultimately he he was faithful to deliver those messages, the four mm-hmm. mes- the four visions that he received. Um, and the the one who ultimately, you know, came to be recognized as a prophet you know, in our church, mm-hmm. Ellen White, was also from uh, a class that you wouldn't expect you know mm-hmm. she was a woman mm-hmm. um this is before you know you know all the women's you know right yeah, and all the stuff right. you know a she teenager. was a woman she was a teenager um she had a third grade education so she's not an educated mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. you know by the world standards whereas you know william foy was he was a minister mm-hmm. um but god picks you know the the, mm-hmm. the weak things that the world would overlook so that, like, mm-hmm. when he speaks through them, it's, it's like you can't attribute <laughs> mm-hmm. it to anything else, and mm-hmm. then God is speaking through mm-hmm. them, you know. And they were they they ac- these are the yeah. two who accepted the responsibility of sharing uh, these. Prophecies. And, the,
2: and the remarkable thing with Ellen G. White is that she, you know, she didn't seek this out at all. It happened. She had visions, um, and of course. In her day, especially with these people who are trying to find truth, there was skepticism—a healthy amount of skepticism. They tried to figure out, okay, you know, what's really going on. And there were multiple things that took place. She had—there were supernatural manifestations in the sense that she would, you know, go into a vision for 20, 30 minutes, not breathe. Uh, she w- had supernatural strength. She would hold up this massive Bible that no one can hold up for more than two minutes, and she held it for like 25 minutes or something, pointing to scripture, le- guiding the people in Bible study, um, and and so. It was incredible to see how. Uh, well, I wasn't there, but the testimonies, how God has how God made sure people understood this is genuine, yeah. and it was always by pointing to Scripture, leading them into a deeper understanding of the Word of God, not. Um, P- putting on people a new idea but sh- showing what has been there all along. so in no
1: them. ways was this a third testament or an addition no. to the bible no. but she often would say that she's merely a lesser light yeah. she's merely a flashlight to go into the cellar to turn on the lights for the entire house right is, is the analogy that I had uh, that helped yeah. me out most uh, and then for, for me well before we get into personal there I just want to mention there was also another individual there right so it was you mentioned William Hayes Foy and, mm-hmm. and then it went to Hazen Foss what what happened to Hazen Foss. This, is, this these yeah. are stories that even many many Adventists don't don't really know about. Yeah,
0: Hazen Foss was actually Ellen White's brother-in-law, and he yeah, <laughs> his <laughs> his sisters his sisters yeah 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 his um, um, Ellen White's sisters husband's brother. So, like, brother in law. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he actually came to her. <laughs> yeah, someone
1: did their homework. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. It's interesting, right? Yeah.
0: Um, he, he actually came to her, how it's known that he had received visions. Um, he came to Ellen White and spoke to her and was like, because um, she was receiving visions from God. And he said, You are receiving these visions from God. And I, I'm not quoting verbatim, but he basically said that you need to be faithful to deliver the messages that God is giving to you to deliver. And he said that God had given him visions, mm. and he refused mm. to deliver the messages. And he felt that his soul was now in yeah, peril. And yeah. actually, after that, like he lost his faith, like he yeah. he left the he left the faith altogether. And so he gave her a. St- I mean, it was a solemn warning that. If God is calling you to do something, I mean, I think mm. this goes for all of us. If God is calling you to do something, mm. no matter how scary it may seem,
2: do
0: it. you do it because to reject that, like you're rejecting God Himself, yeah. and there's no salvation for you after rejecting God, right? Yeah. yeah so it was a sad story. Wow. Yeah.
3: yeah. All His wow. biddings are enablings, and mm. I think for 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 me, um, you know, in reading, and I've been able to read over my 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 life, life, yeah, over my life, I've been able to read many of her books she wrote over 40 books I think I don't know how many thousands of hundred
2: thousand pages
3: yeah so thank you (laughs) um if you read what she says you know she's Mm -hmm. constantly pointing back to scripture Mm -hmm. and she illuminates scripture in ways that is not only powerful but it's also beautiful and applicable Mm -hmm. to life today and and I I I would challenge anyone you Mm -hmm. know that um is interested in her writings to read them for what they are and, they, mm-hmm. and it's impossible to be able to read that and to come away thinking this woman with third grade education was able to uh, was able mm-hmm. to uh, she's inspired
1: mm-hmm. well no, no I don't know how best, best to, to conclude it we want to encourage you to get into the writings of Ellen G. White I highly recommend the books of Steps to Christ and Desire of Ages as great books to start with and also there's this great book called The Great Controversy and it talks about after the ascension of Jesus and what happens throughout Christian history and all the different ways that devil has attacked the Christian church and how he will use those same tactics again in the last days wonderful book for christian history and reformation and about the beginning of avenist history as well uh, she's been a blessing to me blessing to all of the people on this table and hopefully a blessing to all of you out there thanks for listening we'll see you next week when we continue our study on avenist heritage god bless you
0: This is Inverse.